This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. What's up everyone? Welcome to Bijistan, where streamers live. In this show, we talk about everything from Seinfeld to Mirzapur. I'm your host, Siddharth Jain, and joining me as always is Gaurav Jain and Mahasha. Without further ado, let's dive in. By the way, guys, I mean, I'm so excited and I'm sure you guys are. We are like uh, recording this after we've gone live and as we've been exchanging feedback. I think we've some good feedback for what we're doing. Yeah, nobody said anything bad to me yet. People who I didn't think would sample it have been sampling. And wow, nice. of course, feedback is coming. But I think everybody is liking the fact that we're not uh, rehearsing. We don't have a script and we're just like, you know, just... Just talking. Yeah, because yeah, we couldn't be bothered to plan it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, makes perfect sense. So guys, let's get down to the agenda for today, which is discussing and sharing our top 10 lists. And of course, we haven't shared our lists. So, you know, I think it'll be fun too. Yeah, it's a surprise for everyone. Yeah, I, I can't yeah what do you fancy boys like and then what somebody <laughs> like me who's a normal... Like, you yeah. know, like I this actually is, represent this- the audience. You this guys represent the. This, the this, is, this is Sid prepping us for the fact that how much he loves fabulous lives of body. Basically, I was just going to say that that we prepared for that. Essentially, that's basically what this is. Yeah, I really like Sid. Yeah. Uh, you know, on the show, yeah. I am a fan. Yeah. I, you know, so, but I'm going to reserve my list. I'm not leaking. It yes, 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 yes. No, no, no. Totally. In fact, I mean, the surprising thing for me is is. Uh, the number of Indian things that popped up on my list, which is usually never like that. I'm just super surprised by that uh, for myself. So, so yeah, that's kind I've of got cool. four out of 10. I think, you know, had, you know, if you had to make this list like two years ago, three years ago, it would be like yeah. almost nothing. And I think Probably. That, it, yeah. that in itself that's is a, is a huge accomplishment. Yeah, huge yeah. Achievement, uh, yeah, I think the Indian Indian content space has really uh, come a long way. And the fact that we've got uh, names on our list just shows how far they've come and how deluded we are that we actually care about, uh, we think that people care about that. But uh, but no, let's get going. Who's starting? Sid, you start first. Your, what's no, your, no, no, what's no, your... no, I'm not starting. So I'll tell you what we'll <laughs> do. So I was thinking, so, okay, Marsh, you start, then Gaurav and then me. So we'll go yeah. in that, that order. So at number 10, I'm going with a show called Tehran um, on Apple TV Plus. And as the list progresses, we'll talk more about how incredible Apple TV is sort of uh, mm-hmm. the content that they've produced this year. So I felt that this show had incredible promise when I saw the trailer uh, for the first time. And I was very excited because it's the first thing the head writer of Fauda has done after Fauda. You know, so it, it just seemed uh, something to be very, very interesting. Uh, it starts out well and then it just completely tapers down as it gets along. Um, and honest to God, you know, for most listeners who haven't tuned into the show yet, um, it will feel like a struggle to finish it. Yeah. What is most amazing about it though, is that how it, how long it lingers in the mind after you watched it. And that's the only reason I kept going back. So, I mean, it took me a month to finish the 10 episodes or the eight episodes. Um, but it's, it's after a point that you really start enjoying the slow burn. I don't think we've seen, uh, an Israeli spy in Iran. You know, it's a very, very interesting setting. And I was actually... Amazed to know that they sh- uh, recreated all of Tehran in Greece, you know. And oh, I'm, really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I saw the first few episodes and I faced the same problem that you are yeah. talking yeah. about. So, yeah. so it does have a slow burn impact, but I'm going, still going with this on, on my number 10. 
I think this has this is a very good one for espionage buffs, and it's on Apple TV. It's a good one to watch. Hmm. Interesting. Gorov. Uh, number ten for me is a show called Barbarians, uh, which is a, I think it's a German Netflix original. Uh, it's a period piece, ancient Rome. Uh, it sets up this sort of famous uh, battle in Teutoburg Forest between the barbarians with the native Germans and the 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 Romans. Basically, where the Romans get annihilated, it's the first big loss in a very long time for them, and it's a very famous story. And it's got so much happening in it. Like even the the period piece, the, the original history itself is quite amazing by itself. Uh, betrayal. There's like these sort of relationships and things like that, which are really well translated. What they've also interestingly done is uh, the Germans speak German, and uh, the Italians speak Latin. So it's got that inherent sort of uh, sense of uh, realism to it in a way. because that's essentially what they would have spoken there as well but uh, fundamentally to me i'm i'm a buff of anything that is a uh, historical like i was just watching rome last night just for the hell of it for the 40th time so yeah. uh, i'll watch anything which is a period piece and i just love the scope and scale of the show and i love the fact that you know these sort of uh, little countries in the netflix ecosystem are now beginning to take center stage with like amazing shows as well which is essentially what's going to happen over the next couple of years you see more and more of these happening you know you have these powerhouses regionally inside netflix coming up and i think barbarians is a great start for germany superb and i think i'm going to watch it tonight i think even i'm going to watch this yeah i really want to check it out for sure check it out for sure Okay, so you guys have intelligent shows, right? As a number ten, I have a damn commercial, gossipy, scandalous show, the Jeffrey Epstein, Philly uh, ah, Rich docu. Yes. Like so, lot of guys like you probably know or you know knew what was happening and know you know what's the current status on the case. I didn't. For me, it just came out of the blue, and I was like, wow. And uh, I remember I tweeted about it, Gaurav, when you said, you know, it was like okay, not that great. Yeah. But yeah. I just felt it was like for a lot of people, the show just came out of the blue, and it's you know, it's kind of like the fabulous lives of filthy people, and there's so much filth. It's such a sad show, actually, at the core of it. It's it's really depressing to see what really happens, you know, in these so-called castles of the rich and the powerful. But at the same time, I thought it was. sort of you know told in a way that it's easy to get what's happening simplistic and uh, like effective and it didn't i mean i was hooked i couldn't stop watching it i had to literally just binge it and just get that series out of my head and it was a pretty good and i think it came just when the lockdown started around that time so yeah for me it was like quite a quite an impactful docu series for this year But you That's know, Sid, I I have to admit, uh, and I'm not a faint heart, and I'll make a very honest confession here. I was very excited to watch the show. Uh, I did watch the first episode, but I'll be really frank. Uh, I I sort of abandoned the series midway through the second episode because, and like I said, I'm not a faint heart viewer at all. Uh, but I couldn't take it, man. To be honest, I couldn't take it. It it, it was too disturbing, and I I really I haven't watched it since, and I don't intend to. Yeah, and I think that also says of the crime and the way it was told. that yeah. it sort of rattled you so much and even yeah i mean same with me i did but i had to see and then i and now i'm following the case nice 
to me, it's it, it just misses a lot of things that they should have kind of covered. Honestly, that's what my frustration with the show was. It's it's very superficial. It 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 sort of also dances around a lot of stuff regarding some of the people that are associated with Jeffrey Epstein and you know just how he was sort of enabled. So I I it's it's okay if it's like a very superficial viewing. But I mean, I wanted something more hard hitting, something more in depth. You know, typically what you expect from a lot of these expose shows nowadays. You know, there's a, it's very well constructed that way. I just think they missed a beat for me personally, just because I knew a little bit yeah. of the history and I was watching and reading a lot of what was going on with him. And yeah. uh, you know, uh, and also like his history is not quite explored really well. Like you don't really know what I what's where's this guy really come from. You have like snatches of information, but there's no in depth sort of portrayal and. Uh, so it's like the Count of Monte Cristo of perversion, if you think mm-hmm. about it, right? It just seems like yeah. that. And uh, so, yeah, I think they missed a beat that way. But I mean, I get it. I completely get. I, I think it's the right show. I just think it wasn't told the right way. But yeah, I mean. See, also, I think, you know, you're right. You know, I think uh, two things that, uh, you know, could have made better, I think, his background. But I guess his background wasn't that great. It was just a... Uh, completely you know I, I mean you know nothing great about him because they just like skirted past it but i think also you know it must have also faced a lot of legal issues i'm guessing what we saw lot of information you know would have been cut footage would have been cut names would have been chopped out because it's also still i think uh, still being investigated and you know so i think yeah i mean i get the the problems because you know every time we look at a real story that's scandalous that you want to to tell it for screen the legal issues are so daunting that what we ultimately can filter through and show the audiences is really a you know what's possible legally with minimal financial liability is what really comes out yeah yeah i completely i completely agree but i think in this one as well i think because it's probably true based on newsy facts and stuff like that i think the burden mm-hmm. of proof would be would be a lot less than it would be for a fiction fiction thing i just think they didn't have enough time i think they wanted to just get it out there as quickly Maybe. as possible beat somebody to the punch yeah, yeah yeah so yeah. basically so, beat, beat people to the punch and i think that's the compromise they made but that, i mean true. Yeah. it's a great Absolutely. parallel i think I the gorov drew uh, i think i think that whole monte cristo parallel uh, you know i thought that was brilliant um Mm, true. Again, again, true. please, please go ahead and take this and make a show, and, and <laughs> give me some credit somewhere. <laughs> yes, for sure. For sure. Back so, to you. Yeah. So at number nine, I'm going with um, Netflix's mini series, uh, The Queen's Gambit. So I've personally been looking forward to this since a really long time because I'm a huge Scott Frank fan, right? Uh, now, again, you know, for listeners, I mean, Scott Frank is the guy who made a series called Godless. and it's mm. on netflix again it's one of the best mini mini series and if you haven't watched it you know this is like the best time to watch it he's also written wolverine and logan and all of that but anyway uh, coming back to the queen's gambit you know the the thing is how on 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 the on paper everything is wrong about it right it's so unconventional because it's got a not a very likable young adult at its core whose vices mm. are getting the better of her it has a period setting which is not a very it's an ordinary period it's not like some great moment in history and it's about chess um and then to take all of this and become netflix's most watched scripted mini series of all time is is a is an achievement that i think just tells you what just how brilliant the show is and how uh, all of us even on the commissioning side are so blinded sometimes by our, our own biases on what works and what doesn't work uh, because this would have been Uh, and said correct me if i'm wrong but this would have been a very very hard show to commission right 
Yeah, for sure, man. And uh, especially, also- uh, you know, with no, uh, I mean, you know, if you know, if you look at the world, you know, before the show, you know, telling a story that's around chess, I think it, it in itself is a massive challenge. It'll be, like it'll be so niche, and I, uh, you know, I was uh, listening to this interview podcast. Uh, of Scott Frank and he was saying that he was given a very tiny fraction of budget for the show because it was right. considered extremely niche right. and what's happened is the exact opposite which yeah, which I mean, which reveals right how people think and you know how they make decisions and and also the and the the key thing that i just want to point out again with the show with the way the show is produced is that it doesn't look like it's worked on a on a minuscule budget it looks yeah very yeah. well produced it looks very sort of you know uh production rich you know what i mean like the way it's portrayed the way it's been lit the way the you know the production values are sort of put together it looks expensive it, it looks very expensive and it's amazing that what they did really highly aesthetic extremely yeah yeah stunning stunning yeah absolutely i think and that actually, really adds and also the impact it's had on the sale of chess boards etc chalo we spoke about all of that in the last episode but also you know another thing about this is i also think it's possibly for me the best performance of this year in terms of what that uh, anya anya taylor joy has done as a lead star of the show and you know i didn't even realize it i, I think it was in the third episode or something i realized i was like wow this is gina gray from peaky blinders <laughs> you know uh, so yeah i mean that, that's the one that's on my number 9 go so my number 9 is uh, the boys uh, on uh, wow. amazon and uh, it's to me like just basically like a reimagining of what a superhero should be or could be and i think that was their first big win i thought when they came out with this show so unexpected and it was doing things with the genre that nobody had really bothered i mean obviously watchmen does something similar but it's so much more serious in the way they have approached it and and, and the way they sort of tell that story and this is just glib it's funny it's ridiculous mm-hmm. it's far fetched at times and Uh, i i think that just works really well and i think they've been able to continue that with season 2 when you know there are some really interesting situations that have developed uh in the telling of the story in this season which continues the story forward you know and, and it raises so many questions of power and morality and, 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 and you know how people would react if they had this kind of strength and and obviously the the coolest thing about it is is the corporatization of superheroes right i mean what happens when they go capitalist and uh, i i i think it's a it's it's a great sort of spoof on that as well in in, in many regards uh so yeah i'm i've immensely enjoyed the season i think it's definitely a a, a top 10 for me and uh, yeah super for me uh, the next one is really you know number 9 is panchayat and for so many reasons you know you know i didn't think that panchayat is for me you know when i started watching the show i thought it'd be slow it's got you know tvf all over it which i think is cool i like their content but you know when tvf goes premium it kind of raises your expectations and you're not sure what to expect so for me panchayat was a big surprise for me personally because i i went through episode 1 and i thought maybe i'll see but you know i just couldn't not watch it and then i got sucked into that world it kind of reminded me of the whole malgudi days kind of uh those right. i must say malgudi days was you know definitely better than the show but for i sure. think for tvf it's a big leap i think for amazon to uh, to get a show like this on the platform and you know try you know try and get different kinds of content 
on it i think you know so panchayat for me was like pretty cool and the whole writing the directing you know it was directed by an actor deepak kumar mishra who's acted on a you know, bunch of the shows and the writer yeah. also is you know i mean they're not film writers they've all been doing all the tvf content chandan kumar no, wrote and right. it shows that it's not written by typical film people which is really cool it was actually on my list as well but it was 11th it was not in the ah. top 10 and uh, i i really enjoyed the show yeah uh, <laughs> yeah but i really enjoyed it but uh, it also reminds me of english august uh, i don't know if you guys have read or seen yeah, yeah. the yeah. yeah so it's very yeah, similar it's very similar yeah it's very similar to that setup right i mean small town weird things happening and then this guy who sort of well educated who doesn't want to be there obviously english august is a is couple of steps ahead with the whole much more urban much more sort of international yeah, yeah. sort of perspective or voice to it this is much more local of a guy who's frustrated uh to me i to me my 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 frustration with this series and i probably the reason why it dropped out of my top 10 was simply because i think it did less with uh, with raghubir yadav and with neena gupta then it mm. could have done i think they could have done a lot more with them uh so that was my disappointment with it it was it was great to see nagubi jadav i think after i don't know how long i think the last time i saw him was probably peeply live or something and uh, he's fantastic yeah, the plot could have been more yeah. uh, i think the plot was lacking a bit and which yeah. is why it's like a you know like hadn't uh, you know because it's a unique show i think it's there in my list because of the uniqueness but i think in terms of plot i'm you know i'm sure it's thin it took, yeah, it's thin and yeah. but you know jitendra kumar played the protagonist so earnestly and sincerely and he was so much at home and i yeah. thought you know, it was it was a pretty organic show nothing seemed forced and, and, and the cool thing just, and the cool thing for a for a current ott genre show today it's hmm. there is no sex there's no murder there's no drugs there's no crime per se you know what i mean and the funny thing is the setting is i won't say it's the same but i'm saying it's a it's a rural setting you know tier 2 tier 3 in the hinterlands or whatever you want to call it but it doesn't yeah. delve into murder sex and you know uh, drugs and crime so which again is like a really refreshing to me change and uh, also just the visualization of that world right it's not always bad there are uh, cool interesting stories yeah i thought it was a great show i just kind of missed out on my list that's all mm so i like like said i also felt that you know uh, initially i i didn't think that the show for was uh, you know for me at all so i haven't sampled it i'm definitely going to for sure you must will surprise you uh, yeah. so at, at, at number 8 i'm going with yet another netflix original i'm going with uh, the movie extraction um oh. which i think was the most immersive action experience i have had this year considering you know we've not really been to the theaters to watch action um but the way it was shot the way it was directed it gave me this proper adrenaline rush you know this whole single screen mass uh, satyam theater vibe you know and and it's got the and it's again it's it's a directorial debut of sam hagrave right who's been a i mean we, for all of us who are huge action buffs uh, we've been as, i mean he's he's so for the uninitiated you know he's um, this was his first film as a director but he's done action pieces for movies like avengers warrior deadpool i mean so many you know and uh what what i loved most about extraction was that it's such a love letter to to the movies you know um and spoiler alert guys but i particularly loved that last shot uh, what a way to end the film and i think there is a sequel coming i cannot you know in fact i think uh, hemsworth in a tyler rake he can i it's a, it's a hugely strong franchise that they can build um 
and a huge shout out to Randeep Hooda. What a damn good role, man! You know, in a film that's mm. produced and written by the Russo brothers. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. I've kind of consciously stayed away because it just gives me these Michael Bay vibes, and I'm very, very off Michael Bay lately. But, uh, but having it's heard this now, Michael I might Bay give it a go. No, no I, I might Bay. give it a go. I'm going to give it a go. Uh, having, having heard your description there, and I love Sam Hargrave as well. I mean, Atomic Blonde is one of my favorite films. Yeah, last yeah. Couple of years, so, uh, so totally. You know, I so call, have you seen it? So I, I no, call, I missed so it too, man, because okay. not by when genre, but yeah. yeah. I'll when check I'd it seen, out. When I'd seen Extraction for the first time, I was like, this is this is John Wick for the single screen. Really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. And, and, and and you know, Gaurav, you'll be, there's this, I think, nine or ten minute uh, one shot action piece that they've done, which is yeah. possibly the most incredible action piece I've seen in the last ten years. Really? That's again, so uh, we should actually do an episode on just these uh, long sort of uh, uncut shots, right? Because there's so many of these around now. I think Atomic mm. Blonde was another one which had like a whole... Uh, a whole sequence. We should actually do a discussion. But I'm going to check this out maybe over this weekend. Uh, and, 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 and 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 again, uh, yeah. I think it, it is the most watched uh, Netflix original of all time. So yeah, is it really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's 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 I very interesting. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So my list has uh, Rat Akeli hai, which is Ooh. the Nawazuddin Siddiqui. Uh, Honey Trehan, Chinatown sort of remake. And uh, I think it was amazing. Uh, it, it's, it's brilliantly filmed. It's got this sort of, it's basically like this one big set piece, right? All the action, pretty much 80% of it happens in the same place. It's got these really distinct characters. A lot of them who have the motivation for this murder of this old patriarch in the family. And right. uh, it kind of sort of follows their individual stories. And it, it, it ends in a Chinatown-esque sort of way. But again, you know, uh, unlike Chinatown, there is redemption to an extent here. And uh, sorry, spoiler alert for people. But uh, I thought it's very intelligent. I think it's a very brave film to make uh, for, I think, who's, I think, Hani Tran's probably a first time director. I don't know if he's made anything before this. I uh, think it's his first film. I think it's his first film. He's a hugely, Hani was a hugely popular casting director back in the day. Right. That's that's what I thought. I thought I was pretty sure I wasn't like somebody who'd made many films before. So it's just a very brave choice to make. I mean, you don't really go out and say, I'm going to go do my version of Chinatown, you know, for my first film. It's usually that's a a recipe for for disaster. But I think they've done a great job. Uh, Even without the Chinatown sort of uh, inspiration, it's a super entertaining and grossing film. Great characters, great lines. Uh, There's one or two things which really bothered me in the way some of the characters had been connected before and they reconnected later, which was very, very Mm. filmy and completely unnecessary. Uh, Brings nothing to the film. So I think these kind of things really is something people should really look at, you know, making these unnecessary filmy connections. Uh, I think that's probably like a Bollywood thing for us. But uh, but other than that, I think the film stands alone. I think it stands well. You barely, rarely do get these noir sort of stories coming out of India, which are well told. So, uh, yeah, that's my... that's my. For me, the opening shot of that film was terrific. I don't know yeah. if you remember. Yeah, and, I do. Yeah. Crime is committed yeah. and, you know... Yep. This is the car, the, the car chase, Yeah, right? the car, the yeah, car, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, and yep. it kind of reminded me of the, you know, of that film that Hanitran produced with Konkana. Uh, Death in a Gunj. Yes, yes. In the guts. Kind yeah, of, you know, one, similar yeah, yeah. mood and feel, anything. They really, both the films got that really well. 
and Hani Trena is common in both the films, though. That's yeah. a that's a underrated film as well. I think uh, I uh, Death in the Gun. I think highly underrated film, and I think more it's people should really check it out. Film. Yeah, brilliant. It's I thought there are these little gems all over the place. You know, I don't think enough people are looking at them, and maybe I don't know. Maybe it's the marketing that's failing them. I'm not sure what it is, but uh, no, uh, the critical window is generally for an average commercial film. Yeah. No. What I meant is like you know, like getting a second lease of life even on these OTT platforms. I think I think enough people don't talk about. I mean, once a film is out in the theater, doesn't mean we should stop talking about them, right? I mean, there's no reason why we can't go back and revisit some Absolutely, of these lists. Yeah. And uh, uh, Death in the Gods, to me, was I thought it was brilliant, uh, yep. amazing film. Yep. My number eight is actually the show The Outsider from HBO. I don't know if you guys watched it based on Stephen King's book. No, Stephen King. No, I haven't. I haven't watched it yet. I've heard great it. things. I've heard yeah. great things. Though. So, so I tell. started that show, and you know, it's really, you know, it, it's kind of, you know, it kind of follows the standard formula of uh, a solid thriller. You don't know, and then the information is revealed slowly and slowly. So it was a terrific crime mystery, and then towards the end, it shifts genre a bit. You know. You, Like it's slightly horror, and then it's got the mystery element, and it's superb. It was so gripping. I couldn't stop watching it. I thought it was terrifically, you know, directed. And Jason Bateman, you know, he, I think he, he had a special appearance in the first and second episode, and then he also directed those episodes. And it nice. was a superb thriller. You know, completely. I, you know, stumbled upon it. I didn't know what to expect, but you know, because HBO and Stephen King, I thought I must check it out. And completely blew my mind. I was like, "Wow, this is great writing, great story, great execution, and a nice commercial thriller that delivers with the elements of mystery and horror." So I really, for me, I think it also really it also has Ben Ben Mendelsohn in it. I think, right? Yes, uh, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean, I think most people would probably know him from Rogue One. Uh, I I love. I know ben him actually Mendelsohn. from. From I'm a huge fan of his, and I'm so glad you brought. Yeah. Because I, you know, I think Bloodline season one is possibly yes. the greatest Netflix yes. shows ever. That's how I sort of discovered. I mean, we've always seen him in the movies back before yeah, that. But, you know, yeah, but like for me, what he, one. yeah, yeah, what he did with Bloodline was I was like, wow, this is like. Yeah. I think that year he was actually my favorite actor. So you know, he also had a small part. I think in in Dark Knight Rises, or was it? Yeah, I think it was Dark Knight Rises. He's the he's a crooked uh, stockbroker. I think. Who hires Bane or something like that? It's a very small part, and he played it really well, from what I can remember. But anyway, but but yeah, I mean, I love Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, he's yeah. one of my favorite sort of character actors today, and I definitely worth checking the show out. And you know, strangely, this show when I was reading somewhere that uh, Stephen King has the second season story and scripts ready, but HBO is not commissioning it, and it's probably going to go somewhere else. Oh, they oh have they? Oh, it's not. I don't blame. It's, it's, I don't blame HBO, show, right? You know, this is not an HBO show. You know, it's it's a Netflix. Yeah. Show. This is the yeah, audience yeah. for the shows on Netflix. I discovered yeah. it by chance, but I would not go to HBO for something like this. But I don't. I don't blame. I don't blame HBO uh, not wanting to deal with Stephen King after everything they've gone through with George R R Martin. The off writers. They've been burnt out on that probably. Yeah. That's my number eight. Harsh. So at number seven, and and I I think Gorov's going to roll his eyes here, but at number seven, I'm going to go with Ludo. You know, despite its flaws, um, no. <laughs> you know, so despite its flaws, I mean, you know, I just think that the visuals, um, the whole aesthetic, the music has, um, you know, stayed with me. The the nod to Bhagwan Dada and Albela, 
the Bachchan Diwar tribute, you know, uh, the, the Tintin Thompson lookalike characters. It's just magnificent. And, and you know, also we've not had too many uh, releases this year due to the pandemic, etc. But this one is, I don't know, it's possibly, I, I don't know if I've seen a better Hindi film this year. Uh, original, which which was meant for a 2020 release. And just right here, I'm going to cheat you guys a little because I have to tie in um, Karthi's mind-bending Tamil film called Kedi, uh, which is on in Hotstar. It's getting remade with Ajay Devgan now. It is the craziest action thriller that I've watched this year. And I think right. all of you should watch it. Yeah, I'm not going to say much, but it's the story nice. of one night and the whole thing is a chase. It's a criminal and a cop and the whole goddamn film like Spielberg's duel is a chase. Just watch it. Nice. Trust me, just right. watch it. Yeah. Definitely check it out. Definitely checking it out. Nice. I'm Sounds sure that, exciting. that film would have been on my list, you know, had I watched it. I just yeah. couldn't. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, to me, uh, I've, I've complained about this. Uh, I, I just had too many, too many problems with the film. I had, it seemed very artificial, very put together. Uh, I think there were some choices that were made that were unnecessary. As a film itself, I mean, if they just gone out and made it like a normal film, without the artifices that they were sort of uh, leaning on, uh, it would have been great. And again, like if you just drop maybe the Abhishek Bachchan story, which was completely unnecessary. So, I mean, there are parts there. To me, there, there are ways of salvaging the film. Uh, right now, it's just bloated uh, unnecessarily. But I mean, in, within that film, there was a good film is what I think. So, it showing up on the list is 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 valid. I'll, I'll accept it. I mean, not that it matters, but <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just waiting for a time that, you know, I'm very curious to know if, you know, because till now, we've, we've not had a single common uh, show yet. I think Punjab yes. came closest. I'm very curious to see where it goes yes. from here on. I think I, I'm, I'm 100% sure there are a few more coming. But do you yeah. guys, I mean, Marsh, you might know. I don't know if you, I mean, Sissi, you might as well. There's this character in that book by Mario Pujo, the 4K. I think it's a filmmaker who, who's like a studio head who keeps re-editing his own films uh, or like the Gone with the Wind to make it better. You know, whenever I say these things, I keep thinking of that character. You know, that right. uh, within the film, there's another film and uh, it's, it's just, it just sounds bad. No, but, but, I, but I think uh, that's great. I, I think you put it beautifully. Yeah? Uh, I, I think I, I get what Gaurav is saying because I do, uh, Ludo does have its flaws and I totally get what you're saying that within the film, there is somewhere an absolutely flawless film. So I know what you're saying. Yeah. True. So what's your so seven? My, num my number seven, I'm pretty sure you guys are going to have these on your list as well, is uh, uh, Mirzapur. Uh, ah, yes. Of course, season two. Uh I mean, it's just number seven because it's number seven. There's other shows. But to me, uh, I, I think it's like a super difficult follow-up. I know we've discussed it last time. So, I mean, quickly to me, it's, uh, it's a really hard follow-up act uh, that they managed to pull off uh, largely. Again, some issues with some of the characters that were introduced, which were kind of pointless, like the twins, for instance, and stuff. They didn't really go where they should have gone. But fundamentally, the story carries forward with whoever's left. I think performances are fantastic. And I think we're set up for a nice season three now. And uh, yeah, I loved it. I think it's great. I think Amazon Prime is kicking it out of the park and, and how. And, uh, and again, a show that I never would have watched otherwise. Somehow I watched it and, and I'm so glad I did because I totally love it. So, yeah. Yeah, and also I think, you know, probably they've, uh, they've added a bunch of new characters in the show for next season. So I'm guessing they're kind of yep. just plotting. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's a long game involved, I'm sure. So some yeah. cool shit's coming up for sure. Yeah, it's on my list. It's number five though. It's on my list as yeah. number five too. Wow. So at least there you guys go. See, I was pretty sure that we'd have it on our list. But what's your next one? What's the next one, Sid? What's your number seven? 
My seven is Joe Exotic, Tiger King. Oh, nice, yes. nice. I mean, yes. for me, that show is also like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, right? exactly. What do exactly. they do? I have a dog, and they have tigers. Like, what? The <laughs> <laughs> But I read the best tweet on that show, Sid Gorav. Huh? I think the best tweet that I read on the show, and unfortunately, I don't remember who. But they said that this should be remade with KRK in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> KRK. That's 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 actually that's bang on. audience and you know it's kind of a show that you really want to get to the skin of the, you know like under the skin of these characters and their world and their you know their daily issues their motivations getting bitten off yeah but yeah you know i mean it did seem a bit you know uh, stretched yeah. between but, but yeah, great think, but a great pick it's a great it's a great pick, pick. Yeah. yeah it's a great yeah. pick mahesh yes so at number 6 i'm going with the second season of the warrior uh, which is available to stream on hotstar Uh, it is really Sweet. sad because i'm very sad because just yesterday they've uh, cancelled the show cancelled it yeah yeah uh, but you know regardless I, i tell everybody that you know the first two seasons are absolute gold yeah uh, i love the setting it's such madass action the late 1800s in you know san francisco and the fact yep. that that this is been based on an idea written by bruce lee and bruce lee he, yeah. he wanted to star in it you know Yep. Um it was stolen from him apparently is they turned yeah. it into the kung fu or whatever with uh, i think the uh, Richard Carradine or somebody in it and but but funnily enough Mars this is number 5 on my list wow. uh warrior so i absolutely love this show this season was insane i think because they insane. kept yeah. it kept escalating like the set pieces getting bigger and bigger it was just like you know you have these one off fights between people in most fighting shows and here they've got fights happening over like a whole area with multiple people multiple sort of fighters in it and uh it, it, every episode you thought okay you know usually like this is the big set piece and now we're going to go back to like something smaller but no the next episode it's 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 takes 10 times larger and then the third episode's 10 times larger Oh. and it, it just it's it's to me like probably one of the best fighting shows ever made ever made and, yeah. I, yeah. and do you agree do, do you also feel like every time i watch it you know i feel if either if the show was dubbed uh, or i mean i don't know about a remake but if it was dubbed do, do you not believe that this is inherently a very very indian show oh it's for sure so yeah brother sister conflict fighting against each other gangs yeah. i mean it's got it's got all of the masala elements to it and it also touches the, upon issues like race so i yes. totally think it's a great great show i think it's sad that cinemax is pulling out of originals altogether so i think the cancellation is less about the show and how it's performed but it's more, more about business. them just yeah. it's more business like they're pulling out of that business for some reason they're just getting away from originals and uh, i was having an argument with a friend earlier and i was telling him that this show is getting cancelled for sure 
because the fact that I like it so much totally means it's not going to make. Because <laughs> every show, every show that I've ever liked has always gotten cancelled. Whether it's Deadwood, no, whether it's Rome, uh, they always end up getting cancelled. Like my favorite, so, my 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 favorite, my number one Netflix show of all time never went beyond two seasons. It was a show called Marco Polo, man. Um, I love Marco Polo. I, I love such Marco an incredible Polo. show. Uh, I, just, I was just watching it again. I think I it came too early again. for its time. It just came too yeah. early. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, yeah. a, it was a second or third show that they did. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. And yeah. It was yeah. too early. They didn't yeah, have I the audience so. then. It, it just didn't. Also, also, yeah, at the end of the day, too big a budget, man. You know what I mean? Some of these shows just fall on the weight of their own sort of budgets. Yeah. Uh, I think it was too big a budget, frankly, in the end. No, but, with, uh, but with Warrior, with Warrior, I do hope that yeah. it gets picked up. You know, it gets revived maybe by another platform. And then now that yeah, these things, you know, Cobra Kai has got Netflix. So I'm saying, I hope that this... Uh, I gets, hope somebody has the brains yeah. to do it because yeah. it's a terrific show. I don't think it's expensive. I think it's filmed in South Africa and, you yeah, know, I, I know it's produced on a budget. So, but to me, it's it's easily like one of the greatest action shows of all time. It's just brilliant. Uh, yeah. Everything. So uh, I just think there's That's so much more... by Bruce Lee, right? He wrote the concept. Yeah, yeah. He conceived the concept initially before the like in the sixties or whatever, and then it turned into like a partially got ripped off into another show with called Kung Fu, and then it was revived later on. So to me, it's it's got so many more things happening that that you can explore. Yeah, not remotely. Also, I believe. Yeah. To to answer Sid's question, also I I'm I'm not hundred percent sure because you know these are things one reads on blogs etc. But um, I believe that the when when Bruce Lee wrote the material, the scraps of papers had disappeared, and then they miraculously showed up at somebody some fifteen years later or some there's some there's some great history behind how right, right. yeah. No, it's it's terrific. It's a great pick. I but it's love a classic the show. East West yeah. story, you know. Oh yes, anybody yes. from Asia will go to yes. the West, yes. and you know the story works. No, Absolutely. it does work, and, and I think I think it also goes beyond the Asianness of it, right? I mean, they've got these terrific characters, the Irish, you know, and he's got like strong female leads. It's just got so much happening. It's not a simple uh, let's fight each other the kind of show. Like, story, man. Yeah, it's man. I mean, story. it's 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 just it's such a very well put together series. It's very yeah. sad to see uh, this kind of decision making from uh, networks, you know. Yes. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, that was my number five. So uh, I think we covered six, that one. Six. Oh no, yeah. No, no, it was it was five. It was, it, was, it, was, it was five for me. My my six is better called Saul. Uh, yes. Which to me is 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 easily like one of the best shows on television right now. Uh, I love the fact that it's so slow, boil, developing, building into things. It doesn't rush itself to conclusions. It doesn't rush into any situations, you know. And this character is like it's like an onion. You're just peeling away at this character, and 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 I love the uh, the fact that this is like this self-destructive character who doesn't see it. You know, and then he's got obviously Rhea Sion's character who's going along for the ride now, and uh, and you can see where this is going. Like you know, she's going to get hurt. Like you can totally see it. You know, and that's going to be how the show is going to end. It's probably her probably ending dead, and uh, and just the impact he's having on her, and 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 and, and the things it sort of creates these situations where he can't help himself either. It's that to me that is what I find amazing about this is that he can't help his crooked self, and then she can't. Sort of help go along on the ride. Uh, when both of them know that it's a bad idea, it's not like it's oblivious to them. They're all making these conscious decisions to be bad people, and that I just find that fascinating. So, uh, and also the sheer the sheer consistency, you know. And and I was telling somebody that you know, Better Call Saul is a show that could have gone completely wrong. It could have completely yeah. backfired. It could have been a disaster. 
um the fact that they've gone on like this for five seasons and now there's a last yeah. one coming out next year i think is i just hats off to them man it's a great pick i think yeah also the great thing is that there's no there's no good people in the show i mean yeah. you might see they might seem like they're good like mike or whatever might seem like a good guy but fundamentally there's not one person in the show who's good they're all horrible people and that's what i love about it <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and what a great uh, case study for a spin-off series man yes oh yeah for sure and for sure so well nowadays the i'm not nowadays yeah 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 it's very hard to do it's a very very hard thing to do and uh, and also because if you look at Saul today and you look at Saul on breaking bad right and it's right. the making of the character and they've been smart about it because they've gone down to when he was unsure he was poor or whatever didn't know anything and how he's come So you see those characters influences showing up you know like the fully formed character something we are aware of and we see where these are coming from typically otherwise it's very simple to take the same character and go ahead like a fraser you know from cheers yeah. you take yeah. a fully formed character and you carry on with his life very simple to do this is like you're going back to the building blocks yeah. so yeah i think that that's a really great point said i mean uh, it's a it's a supreme case study in what you can do and how you can do it Yeah, but I think it's also because the same people are involved. That's that's the big difference. Usually in spinoffs, is never the main the main talents usually not involved. It's usually the actor may or might be involved or something or the actress, but you know the creators and the production is is usually like somebody else, you know. And yeah, uh, yeah I think that's that's a big difference. Yeah, yeah that's the big difference. I, I think yeah. Joey is a prime example, right? But I think Joey was, was yeah uh, made by the same people that made Friends and was and and we all know how that panned out, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. But I, yeah, but again, you know. Uh, But a, a fundamentally sitcom, right? I mean, what would you? There's not much you can do with it. Uh, it's true, always going to be true, trash, true. you know. Yeah. Also, these guys are, you know, master craftsmen. Yeah, you know, Vince yeah, yeah, and Peter definitely. Gold, you know, created yeah. absolutely, absolutely series. I mean, they, yep. I mean, they know what they're doing. I mean, the totally, decades of totally. experience and skill and all of that. I, also, I think. The next time I go, go to on. America, I, I'm definitely going to Albuquerque. Because I'm just so New Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Right? It's it, it's lovely. It actually, uh, I, have, I have I have friends who live in Albuquerque, uh, New Mexico, and uh, I they, they they like send out pictures. Like you know, back when Breaking Bad was happening, they would send out pictures from locations. It's, wow. It was really really cool to watch. But I think the other big thing is you know, and I, and I go back to this when we talked about we briefly talked about it last time, which was basically like. you're only doing 8 or 10 episodes man you know what i mean you're not putting yourself under mm-hmm. pressure to do 25 mm-hmm. 30 and i think that's what makes a big difference you know you're just telling a story in this much uh, of a story as much as you can tell it well and then there's less pressure and i think that is the big difference in quality content today is you really can't do 26 episodes of, of this stuff unless you're Aaron Sorkin and you're doing west wing uh, <laughs> there's few and few and far of those guys in between that can actually pull it off so yeah yeah Same cool. number six. My six is uh, predictable. The Crown. Right. So we've discussed it so many times, but you know, yeah. For me, I mean, it's it's the only show that I was really looking forward to watching this year. So I mean, it's and we've discussed it enough. So nothing new to talk about too much. But right. that's why is this show like even on your top ten list for you guys? No, nope. not not a nine. Oh, yeah, <laughs> this this season, this season is it, my yeah. like I said. Yeah. Again, we talked yeah. about it last time. So this season has been a bit of a 
downer for me. But otherwise, say this was last year and we were doing this last year, uh, that, yeah, that would have yeah, definitely yeah. been on the list. So I was actually, yeah. Also because season three was one of the best, it's possibly the best season yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so far. Yep. So I was actually contemplating whether it should be in my list or not. So it wasn't there that I put back in, then I removed it, then I thought, you know, I can't have a list without a show that I really look forward to this year. So it's purely there for emotional reasons. Not for this season though, but yeah, it just, I mean, yeah. So, so at, at number five, I'm going to quickly note. go, yeah. going to quickly go through five because we've discussed uh, Mirzapur too. But again, I mean, just to quickly, you know, I mean, like we spoke about it in the past episodes that, you know, season two is generally the biggest curse for any, any popular season yeah. considering you have to live up to the hype of one and then still set three up. Um, but it's actually yeah. uncanny how academically beautifully they managed to do it. There are flaws and, but you know, the way they've steered into Bihar, the way they've got Vijay Varma and his family and just the, uh, the very well thought of plugging in, in terms of the forthcoming seasons is, is just, you know, the sheer number of subplots they've introduced is just incredible to end this quickly on this one unsolicited idea or advice that I'm putting out in the universe. I would love to see Munna Tripathi on a wheelchair. Now, you know, he's been injured. He's down and dead. Like his grandfather, Kulbushan Gandhanda's yeah. character. I that, really that, would be, that would be a very interesting tie-in oh. and it would turn him into, you know, who I keep thinking of this all the time is uh, Saddam Hussein's son who gets handicapped. Uh, right. I think Uday, Uday Hussein. He, yes. I think he has potential to turn into like the Uday Hussein of Mirzapur. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think you should I think you should uh, send this out to, to I think it's Karan Anshuman, right? Taran is it Karan Anshuman or... Yeah, yeah. Do it. Do I mean, it all now. of them. They're all involved. All in of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should send it out to all of them. I think it's a great idea. And I, and I really believe now he's ready to take on the world. I think Munna is ready to take on the world. He's he's ready for that that king of Mirzapur. Yeah, country. I mean, he should totally be handicapped and impotent or whatever. So add that sort of element. <laughs> you know what I mean? Become his grandfather, basically. Yeah, yeah basically, basically, yeah. Essentially. And it'll be That'll really be cool. Like a... It'll be really cool if he's sitting and watching Night Geo on Animal Planet all day. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see that happening as well. I, I can see that happening as well. And then maybe then his wife being who she is and stuff. And there's a huge dynamic there that could be really, really interesting. Really interesting yeah. uh, I think that would be great. Uh, I hope they I hope they listen to you. Uh, I, th- I think now Gaurav's five, number five. Yeah, my five was war- my five was warrior, so we already talked about it. Uh, yeah. Same. My five is Mirzapur, so I think. Oh, there we go. I think we can go on to four. This is so, getting interesting now. So yeah. at number four, now I'm going with, well, uh, how can this year be complete without bringing up Shit's Creek, right? Um, yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, you know, so despite being a first mover on most shows, like all of us are, and then, you know, this is a series that I had absolutely no awareness of. Um, considering right. it's been around, considering it's been around for all six years now. Um, you know, I actually attributed success mostly to the fact that a happy show like this got discovered when the world was it was it at its absolute yeah. worst in terms of the pandemic and in terms of the lockdown um and for a show that was never nominated before to win the to win the, the highest number of emmys of all time just felt very personal it felt very vicarious so i was cheering uh when yeah. they won you know all those and and um and again on this one i have so many ideas man i mean i wish they do so i've got three yeah. of ideas for Shit's Creek. <laughs> One of them is Alexis's character and her mad life and adventures. She constantly describes her travels. You know, she's almost like this Carmen Electra type of character. Like, you know, she's right. had a run-in with the Yakuza in Tokyo. And, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, the second spin-off that I do uh, would be about the Roses when they were at the peak of their financial cloud. And lastly, and my most favorite spin-off would be 
one that features Ronnie, Bob, and Roland, my favorite characters from the show, uh, and you know how they are sort of running the town council much before the roses yeah. arrive. This this one is yeah. Schitt's Creek is a genuinely special one for me. Learning business no, development, I, huh, Marsh? This is called business uh, development. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's a great show. I love I love Eugene Levy. So uh, you know I've loved him from years. I mean we're watching him from like all those uh, you know those. I, I think it was uh, Best in Show was one of my favorite films back in the day. It's like like regular yeah. Thanksgiving viewing for me. And uh, yeah, I mean, great, great pick, great pick. Say, so, do you have it on yours? Well, uh, no, and purely because okay. my whole sitcom slot is still filled with Seinfeld. Yeah. I still watch an episode a day. Yeah. So Same I just here. don't know how Same to here. stop watching that. <laughs> Same here. In fact, I try and squeeze in like at least an episode a day, usually when I'm having dinner or something like that. So in exactly, lunch, it's like uh, lunch, every I've been, lunch I've been watching an episode a day since the freaking I think ninety seven or something Prime. like that. Man. Since I got Amazon Prime, even before that, like I I used to download and I used to keep them available somehow or the other. Yeah. So I've always yeah. had access. But uh, I have all great. the great man. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, same here, same here, same here. Amazing, amazing. Uh, my my number four was uh, number four. My number four was Scam ninety two. Again, revelatory show, uh, so well put together. I keep thinking about, uh, you know, just how far we've come uh, with sort of storytelling and, and how much we can do and even when we don't have the money. And it really comes down to just being creative, man, and, and taking risks. And, and there's no greater risk, I think, in Indian television this year than uh, yeah. a show like this, you know, yeah. uh, which which mixes up language, which mixes up characters, you know, is, is essentially about somebody you shouldn't like and then you're cheering for. And uh, yeah, I, to me, again, we've talked about it a fair bit, so I don't want to get into a big discussion on it. But to me, it's like a big win for this year. And I'm really hoping there are good things happening for, uh, for Pratik Gandhi. You know, I think he deserves a shot at, at, uh, at a newer, interesting projects as well. So hopefully we'll see him in something super cool soon. Yeah, for sure. And that's my number four too. Oh, nice. 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 Also, I think what we've discovered with this, I think, uh, you know, not only have we figured the the power of, you know, you don't need so much of money to make something, yep. you know, yep. every, you know, once in a while it keeps getting repeated. And also, I think, I think you also discovered Jay Mehta, Hansel's son, who's been a director on the show too with him. Yeah. And right. it's also, you know, more new people and you know people who've been yeah. a little away from the limelight coming into the limelight with something like this so it's just so good in so many ways yeah. and yep. it's more than a show i think it's a it's a mindset change this year when it comes to content yeah i agree and i think that's I why agree. it deserves to be high on the list yeah yeah absolutely absolutely completely agreed so number three this i'm going get diverse yeah. and number yes. three I'm, I'm going with the show called the last kingdom um, I don't think Ooh, any show has right. really had had the impact that this one has had on me. Again, uh, this, this right. BBC original that streams on Netflix yeah. has been around for more than five years. Uh, I've never yeah. heard about it before. I happened to chance it one night, you know, I was not getting sleep. And and then the you know next 40 episodes that followed were truly amongst, and I'm going to say this, was yeah. truly my happiest binge moments this year. Um, <laughs> and I'm so happy that it's gotten renewed uh, for season yeah. five, you know, and, and, and like yeah. Six Creek. I have a feeling this one too is going to find a much broader audience in years to come. Um, hopefully, I, you know, hopefully. It, it, it's it's a must for fans of Game of Thrones and Vikings. And, and in yeah. fact, I, th I do believe that in parts the show is better. Um, one disclaimer though is that I think the show genuinely needs some time. You'll need to be patient for the first three episodes at least 
because post that there's no turning behind um yeah. and, and 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 I love how Ricky Gervais I think Ricky Gervais made the show popular right he tweeted in July um, yeah. and he and he said it's much better than Game of Thrones because it's more layered the yeah. thing is not as meandering think, as GOT I, um I, I think it also mirrors the sort of real sort of history of of uh, England of Alfred in, in, and yeah yeah of those of that era right which was those three or four different kingdoms that England was divided into in those days I think uh, the lead character is, is terrific Uthred uh, I mean he he is such it's a well yeah. well put together character he's uh, he's a very hindi film hero in my opinion right because yeah, he gives yeah. his word and he sticks to it he won't go back you know he'll go rescue the damsel he'll put himself at risk he's like a very filmy guy but this is this is uh, a salman khan show right i mean if you totally, totally, totally. this is salman totally. khan yeah it's, it's salman khan with gravitas you know yes, <laughs> yes that yes. to me is what uh, is what this show is i i love the last kingdom uh, yeah. it's a character i really root for and yeah. like you know i want him to come up uh, tops and he's just fine like he's always to you know he makes one step forward and he moves two steps behind every time at the end of the season and uh there's this a, a, a amazing supporting cast as well i think is very well put yeah. together you know uh it it it's it's amazing i love it it's a great and, and also I, I, i love how it's how, how it's got this whole parallel industry vibe right because i don't know who these other actors are who these directors are, who these right <laughs> yeah. it's just like wo apna khud ka duniya mein chal raha hai ye show and, yeah. and, it's, and it's and it is a very very expensive show i think it's a 100 million season or 80 really? million season yeah i think it's a very expensive wow. show uh, i think that's a big no show right yeah it's for, for netflix yeah. for yeah 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 I think it's a fraud. I think it's like they spent so much money on production they've got no money for big names so there's yeah. no big name actors in it which is great. Which you know, because shows like this new... I think that's how it should be ideally, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. I completely agree. I I think it's amazing. It's it's easily one of my favorite shows as well. Uh yeah, yeah I think it's a great pick. I'm glad I'm glad you picked it uh on on your end. So my number 3 is uh, again I have to thank Marsh for this is 000. 000. What an insane show. I can't believe that they've done something <laughs> that scale, you know, to sort of uh, and weave a story into what is essentially like a a regular book, you know, about crime in that part of the world and just like the expanse of it and how far it sort of spreads its tentacles, you know, you go from US to Mexico to, you know, parts of Africa and Italy, parts yeah. of Europe. Yeah, Italy and then, you know, like you've got these other criminal organizations involved and it's it has these snatches of mech mafia in it. which i thought yes. was another really nice show except that you know big mafia was more plot driven it's more godfather and less you know detail and intricacies while this is the other way around and uh, yeah i mean i thought it was just the scope and scale of this is so immense that uh, people really don't make shows like this anymore you know just just on on some things that are not flashy you know they're simpler it's more of a crime drama right it's not necessarily Uh, a game of thrones but the the scope and scale is so immense that and and these it's still essentially about these characters who are trying to sort of get whatever they need out of it whether you're like this aging gangster who has this really strong morality code or you're this daughter who's trying to save the family of business from crumbling so it, it's got these amazing characters in it massive canvas and uh, supremely violent uh, uh, i think it's a terrific crime drama and uh, to me it's easily one of the best shows of the year yeah it's a great i mean the, the only reason i've actually not put it in my top 10 is because i think we can literally dedicate a uh, half an episode or so maybe the next one on on probably discussing this in detail i think on the, this particular show mm mm-hmm, mm yeah we should but that's no excuse marsh is <laughs> i had 15 otherwise so i had to sort of you know make do with 10 yeah yeah said your number 3 yeah my number 3 is actually uh, queen's gambit 
the queen's gambit and uh, we already discussed it but you know i was uh, i started watching the show and then obviously i went uh, and sort of googled more information and you know reading about the author really got me back into the show with a very different Perspective, perspective because you know yeah. yeah because he's a he was quite a guy you know he when he was a kid he was given those tablets because he was uh, not well and he had to stay in a kind of a children's hostel to recoup his health and he was yeah. drugged when he was a child he would to he would take that yeah. one tablet a day and you know and then he disappeared from public life about 17 years he would play chess he would get drunk go to these bars play pool and then play chess all night never win a game and you know his 2025 years just were a disaster and after that came out this book and it's you know and i think that's what makes this work while the story is not real it's not a true story but right. so much there's so much from real life that comes out you know through the book you know and into the show that it's just it's terrific but see that's a yeah. that's a magnificent point you know uh, that's a thank you for i mean it's a great great point it it actually does feel like a biopic doesn't it it feels very yeah, it feels exactly. like a real life story right yeah and that's you know and it's also that's what i've been telling writers all these years you know i keep telling them go back to your roots see what is your experience of life and find a story from that world and then when you tell it in your own way that's what makes it so real you know it is so relatable and yet it's yep. different and you know it's like for example you know the writer of panchayat i'm sure he's from that world because right. even though we, you know we might find flaws in the plot and other things but there is something right. that that you know that brings you into that world so like yeah. gorav has to write a story that's between malabar hill and fort <laughs> <laughs> and i keep and i keep and i keep thinking about this and that's a really valid point you raised because that's why i said that book by the way yeah 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 i know now that i now that i think of it you obviously uh, gorav very, can very remake awesome. gorav can remake raat akeli hai said in autumn <laughs> <laughs> i can totally say it in carmichael road i can totally see yeah. it as well so uh, no that's, that's a fair point yeah. yeah that's a fair point said uh, i completely agree man i think the details right the nuances really come from somebody who's been in that space i mean one of the advantages of the writer room concept nowadays is that you know you can have somebody with a great plot or whatever and then somebody else can come in and fill in some of these details and you know Absolutely. these tandem relationships really really bring a lot to the table uh you know that sort of uh, environment where back in the day you're the only guy who can tell or that only one story is kind of gone now right because what you don't want to do is constantly just sort of you know you don't want to be the person who's only doing that kind of story na so i think i think that's uh that's also kind of changing hopefully uh it'll be great to see what the follow ups from these people are like the guys who are writing rata kelis of the world or you know uh, mirzapur's of the world and 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 see what their next stab is once they're out of this universe and and into another one uh, what do they take on which will be really cool to see yeah and you know amazing. Uh, just uh, this uh, you know one more just uh, piece of information that i found on the queen's gambit is also that you know it was written as a film first and oh, no, they're struggling nice. to that. make the film. it has that it has that yeah. uh, approach to it you know and I mean? they could not uh, get yeah. finance for the film for many years because and now you can right. see the story does yeah, not work totally. it. yeah totally. it doesn't work totally. Totally. yeah and totally. the moment they thought okay let's make it into a series and yeah that's when you know and they said it's very niche so we'll give you a fraction of the budget and you have to make yeah. it happen in this much etc etc i think I think that's a great deal as well you know i mean i remember kubrick had that right and he'd be like yeah you give me less money but give me 2 yes. years to do whatever i want right and then yeah. final cut 
that's such a great deal in my opinion like nobody's going to harass me i have less money and that's fine you can work with less money that's but, but it's like challenge. it's like yeah. the most incredible line in mank right in fincher's mank on netflix yep. i love that line where you know when when he's speaking with orson welles and orson welles is like yeah we if the film fails we have only ourselves to blame because we yeah. have the freedom yep um, yep yeah especially with the welles contract right which is apparently supposed to be the greatest contract ever given ever, to anybody yeah. you know and and that was also why nobody ever got one again it was because of the shit that he pulled <laughs> yeah. so uh but yeah no completely completely interesting i think we're in the i think we're in the top 2 now man yeah yes, what's mars so number 2 i'm going um, also more on impact more than anything else we've discussed this before i'm going with scam 92 Um, nice. Because I mean, I, you know, I, I think scam is to India this year what shit creek is to the West and more. Um, nice. You know, for 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 a couple of years, I've been saying that you know India is still missing that one breakout show uh, that yep. creates a culture of binge like what House of Cards did for Netflix and for America. This year, we have had Mirzapur Ashram on MX, which has done phenomenally well, um, and now we have scam. You know, uh, so and and I, like you guys very correctly said that I think we can now. proclaim that yes india can make long form content i think we've got it now we know how to write series um and also yep. when it comes to scam the magic really is in its balance that it's a blockbuster equivalent for a single screen and it's cool enough for for south bombay or plexes um yep. i just think the impact has been incredible and to have a property that becomes the sole reason for subscribing to a platform is mm-hmm. is uh, especially when it's been so organic right there's no marketing pizzas behind this there's nothing it's just it's it's a great yep. Uh, organic it was story. also word of mouth it was also word of mouth is how yeah. the show travel right i mean i think yeah. most people only uh only only know of it because of the huge tremendous word of mouth it got i mean it wasn't like it was like a massive i think the marketing and the stuff kicked in a little bit later once the word of mouth kind of started trickling in uh so i think it's it's not just been an organic show i think it's been an organic success as well for them yeah so yeah i think terrific pick terrific pick got of uh, yeah my number 2 is uh, the last dance uh, which oh. uh, is the, the michael jordan docu yes uh, mm. i mean i'm a huge bulls fan i'm a huge jordan fan uh, you know the, i i remember watching the last maybe two seasons when they were playing as well uh, getting up early in the morning to watch the games and uh, i i think he's probably the second greatest sports person whoever lived number one being obviously mohammed ali in my opinion but uh, but in just in terms of who he is what he stands for and and the way the story is told uh, uh you know they filmed so much of it and then to release it whatever 20 years later i think also and add so much data and so many layers to it so much of the innuendo and the news that existed then uh just that whole sort of espn films take on any kind of a documentary is usually super interesting but take like one of the greatest uh sports icons that ever lived uh and and give it the treatment i mean it's just terrific i mean i have absolutely zero criticism uh on on this uh documentary i think it's terrific i think i could have watched another episode i already watched it twice this year you know that's how much i enjoyed it uh it's just terrific the kind of access they've been given right and having worked in this space and struggled with access i i realize what it really takes is that you need to be honest about what are you doing you know and and if you're an athlete that's participating in this if you're an organization that's participating in a show or a series mm-hmm. you've got to be super honest and super uh, open with what you're doing it doesn't even like a hint of cynicism or pr uh the show goes to the dogs and and if you look at right. the last dance right i mean they've they've been super honest about it it's completely open you're getting 
into spaces which you would never get into and this is again the critical thing to understand is this is you know 30 years ago almost when there was no concept of uh these kind of documentaries are being followed around for like a whole season or anything of that sort right which is what we see today mm-hmm. with last chance you or you know all these other documentaries that are that are available on on Amazon on Netflix where we follow people around this didn't exist back then now uh, it's right. probably just because jordan was used to being followed around that it kind of works but uh i mean it's it's like easily one of the best sports documentaries again ever uh, and i, I, I don't know yeah. and i think it and i think it was huge because i remember it just trended and trended and trended it just yeah. used to leave the number one spot i think yeah. so really yeah. 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 i mean mai bol raha hu yaar it's it's a couple of episodes maine do baar dekh liya is saal mein you know it's only right. it only really wow. came out i think in april or may so i've already yeah, I watched it so, twice yeah. in 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 the last 6 months i've watched it twice this is how much i loved it so uh superb superb yep put it on See, my list yes you my number 2 Hatiram and Hatoda Tyagi. Oh, ah, yes. I thought it was. Nice. It was a. I mean, what Scam nice. did was spectacular. Yes. I think yes. what Patalu does in terms of, you know, the whole book and then mm. you know, a showrunner and then you got these two directors, Prasad and Amina mm. Sharon, and then the whole writing team, Sudeep and Sagar and Hardik, and the the casting and then the the way it was shot, the grittiness. Yeah. and i think you know it was a tough 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 task and yep. it shows the number of years of hard work that's gone into creating yes. a show like that very yes. difficult again tough show to get greenlit it's uh, i think it's it's yeah. purely i would give credit to the producer you know anushka yep. sharma and you know karnesh sure sure or you know putting their might behind this and super yes. so i thought yes really so uh, and you know It's, by, it's, you know, it's my number one. It's my number one show of the year. So, uh, wow. so it's it's terrific. I think it's like 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 Marsha talked about like a breakout show. To me, this is the breakout show. I mean, the reason I put it ahead of a Scam ninety two and stuff is because this is much harder to create a show like this. Yeah, yeah. It's, you, you're not you're not working with you're not working with a book. It's not that a two year really development sick. show. Yeah, this exactly. Five year development, exactly. development show. It is so gritty and dark. You have to sell this to so many more people. it's got a much bigger budget the material is so dark i mean it is kind of fiction no, no. on top of it right it's, there is no clear, no, think, yeah. yes like there is nothing to fall back on yeah yeah but it's and the book yeah, is terrible i mean the book is based on is essentially I a bad been. book <laughs> yeah i mean it's not a, it's not a good book at all so the fact that this show exists uh, outside of that book is 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 the, the amount of development i mean i said you know right i mean taking a book all the way to a show and the things that need to change you need like tremendous amounts of courage to make those leaps and uh, you know uh, i well, think and the biggest and, conviction is required to back a writing team for 3 to 4 years mm-hmm. that's what is missing in this country of ours yep and, and to rare. also say and to also say that okay now this is done this is now where we wanted to be you know what i mean even knowing that okay what do you want to be is because you never know what this is going to be until you really start uh, putting this together but i i that to me to me it's terrific also because it it goes into it's not a sexy show it's not a glamorous yeah. show it's not it's not it's not going into like say sacred But games no, bollywood sexiness no exactly it's got nothing it's to me even the marketing campaign was so grim and uh, i couldn't help but check it out like to me it was like yeah, i need to know what's going on here and uh, and it just sort of goes into all these other characters again there's no redemption there is nothing redeeming in this show that nobody comes out well nobody comes out happy uh, and if you look at uh, 
uh, when I was talking about Better Call Saul and saying how those guys yeah. are not good characters. I mean, at least they're bad yeah. people. I mean, these guys here are like violent criminals who are out to hurt people. You know, uh, just across it. I mean, it it has its flaws, man. It has some filmy moments. It has some leaps that are made. But again, uh, to me, it to me, it's probably one of the best shows I've seen in a long time, and I think it's easily the best show to come out of India. कभीज tracks versus hatiram's tracks i don't know all the three tracks look like they were all three from different shows altogether but i of course that said it's it's a yeah, huge, so huge achievement like for but me I, uh, yeah. the story and the and this you know and the screenplay had issues it meandered was slow in so many places but i think for me it was purely i wanted to see how would hatiram's story end if yeah, it wasn't exactly. for hatiram and jaydeep alawat playing that character i may not have had finished the yeah. show yeah no no for sure for sure i think you'd get turned off by it i think that, and that's and i think and just to do to, just to go to marsh's point i think for me it's like a discovery like you're discovering this world and this guy is taking you on this journey right and i know these are all disparate uh, sort of you know somebody's in punjab somebody's in haryana they're all having these local issues it's just a world that i don't know of you know what i mean and to discover that from each of these characters you know you've got uh these individual stories which are so unique and so painful uh my only complaint with the show is that yeah so fucking grim you know maybe uh in a year like this you don't need this much despair but uh, but again and yet a show uh, like this breaks out in such a huge way right oh man uh, totally totally and again i i i said absolutely right i mean if it wasn't for jaydeep alawat's performance i i this show would have died very quickly because it would have just meandered into something else altogether I think that he keeps it together. I think he should be winning awards, hopefully, and yeah. uh, it deserves again more press uh, than he's gotten lately. But uh, and between, but between him and uh, between him and Prati Gandhi, just incredible yeah. breakouts, now both of them. For sure, for sure, for sure. He, I mean, Prati Gandhi, and also I mean Pankaj Tripathi from Mirzapur. I mean, these are all yeah, actors course, who yeah. just like completely. Yeah. My. You know my concern with Pankaj Tripathi now is that he's turning into like that ingredient that everybody wants to put in their show. No, so he's in everything. There was a thing as well, you know, or he's in everything. And and some of that stuff is great. But to me nowadays is like yeah bring bring if you can't come up with anything now we'll just bring Pankaj Tripathi into it. So I'm I'm hoping that it doesn't become a a trope where But I love what he said. Uh, I love what he said in his interview. I think this is very recent interview he said that I'm not going to play a uh, UP gangster anymore and I was so happy I'm like wow that's great so nice. that's you good know, yeah. that's great that's great that's it but you know this, you know it's bound to happen in the career of any actor and you know it is the craft sure. you know 
you know when i went to study and my teacher in new york he told me one thing that for any actor to be really successful in the career as an actor he has yep. to embrace his stereotype and yep. just right. make the best play of it. So it and then play all your yeah. villains and heroes you know the moment you shift them you know it goes a little here and there but the like look at shakti kapoor man gulshan bro yeah yeah they're, so they're, you know i think yeah. At, yeah so at some point you know it's bound to happen it'll, it'll happen to jaydeep palavar you know i i miss shakti kapoor by the way uh, yeah. i miss shakti kapoor man uh, it's it sucks not to uh, <laughs> i'm not seeing around much you're opening up gorov i'm glad i'm glad <laughs> no no i mean i have totally over the last couple of years i mean uh, looking it's, back it's like master uh, gogo for me I mean, okay. it's kind of Master Gogo for Krasik, but I'm just saying in general, it'd be nice to see more uh, Shakti Kapoor on on in in films and TV. I think it might, it might be a great idea to do a series with him. You know, where he's the main sort of protagonist, uh, and sure. know, very, you know very what we should do? Or something. Yeah. You, no, I was just going to say that uh, we should do the one that we were discussing last time, the the Eros show, the side hero, wala. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, put yeah, Shakti yeah. Kapoor in it, and yeah. like you know maybe his struggles today. That would be kind of like a fun. a fun thing yeah i'll yeah, be making to watch make fun of themselves and i think yeah. those stories can be told for sure absolutely oh, for sure i mean it would i think you would make a great show it was hopefully yeah. you are listening i think they've got more money now with stx and stuff involved uh make make better shows dude uh but yeah said what's your uh, uh i think what are we on now number 2 uh, it's number 1 is number 1 yes so this is going to be gosh. i think different for all yeah. three of us yeah So at at number one, I'm going with what I think is the greatest show this year. It's called it's an Apple TV original. It's called Ted Lasso. Um, ah, I mean this. Nice. I mean th- this show is a dollop of happiness. I, you know, it's about it's about an American football coach who suddenly has to manage an English Premier League team um, and the trials and tribulations that follow. So you know whether you're a football fan or not, because I recommended this show to a couple of friends who know nothing about football uh, and they love it. They they loved it and I love how Jason Sudeikis is. literally channelized a sort of forest gump like character uh, and like gorov very correctly said that you know 90% of the shows today either this crime or sex or drugs or rock and roll and the fact that this show is the complete antithesis of anything that would get greenlit for the web um is yeah. and and there is just such goodness on the show now we've spoken about better calls all or pata lok where there is no gray they they're all mostly black um ted lasso is a show where everybody is white and it's incredible <laughs> you know every there is there is not an iota of negativity on the show and right. honest to god and i'm glad that we're on air now so i'm calling this out right now i am willing to buy your drink if i'm proven wrong this is going to sweep every single emmy in its category next year it's, write this uh, down you know saying that yeah i mean i'm going to watch it tonight man yeah. Yeah. I, I, i've also, seen the i saw the pilot so i just i've only gotten through the pilot so far But yeah, I mean, I I love Jason Sudeikis, so it was it was funny. And also, this sure. is you know, and and it's in ten. I think this is the this is the series that you you can literally binge on your Christmas weekend. You know, this is just nice. perfect. This is just perfect for your Christmas holiday. Happy, holiday. happy, positive viewing. Yeah, yeah, nice, very cool, very cool. I mean, in fact, I checked it out because you mentioned it uh, last time we spoke. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I checked out the pilot at that point. But but my number one was I said Pata Lok already. So okay, right. we've discussed that. So Sid, what's your number one show of the year, man? My number one isn't on your top ten list at all. Fabulous yeah. Lasso Bollywood. Both of you guys. No man, no man. That's number eleven. So my number oh. one actually is the Perry Mason show on HBO. Wow. I love nice. that character. Nice. I love that world. That's and, a very know, interesting. It's a tough, you know, it's a tough watch because it's slow. It's a little yes. complicated. So many things yeah. are happening. But you know, I just love period, and you know, just the character of Perry Mason and the way it was, you know, and I'm a huge fan of the book. Played by Matthew, by yeah. 
and I just, you know, I just waited. It's because Monday morning for us, right? And it's the yeah. Sunday evening. Uh, you know, the episode comes out on HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just would wake up in time and just, I don't know, for some reason, I just. Nice. And when the show I ended, wow. I was like really wow. sad. I was really sad. So I really like that show. It's my like favorite show of the year. That's very incredible choice, huh? Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. And nineteen. No, so like, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't finished watching it. So I just started watching the first. Uh, I saw the pilot, and then I didn't really uh, sort of you know carry forward because it was a little bit disturbing, right? Like the the premise yeah, yeah, of the. the yeah so which is kind of why i was like yeah do i want to watch it so i kind of stayed away i love matrice uh you know uh the americans is easily one of my favorite shows of all time so and yes. i think he was great in it so uh terrific pick man uh i i'd probably f- try and finish watching it uh, I, I think i'm going to do cool, man because I, I did see the first uh, episode and i sort of didn't get into it but i'm going to definitely go back and watch it yeah and, you know terrific great terrific. craft uh, great craft the director you know yeah Tim Patton, I think that's his name. Yeah, an, I mean he's an HBO show, right? Yeah, it's HBO, yeah, and yeah. you know the director uh-huh. is the guy who's directed episodes of Boardwalk, Empire, Black Mirror, Tim, ah, Tim and Patton, Deadwood, so Game of Thrones, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad Men, Mad Men, Sopranos, The Wire. I mean, like the execution and the craft. I mean, you know, for me, like it's a tough one because I had to go and watch the first episode again to get right. into the show. You know, like completely soak it in, but you know, it's just I just love. You but know, you know, the the interesting thing about Tim Van Patten, though, uh, did you guys ever watch a show called The White Shadow? I mean, it used to be about. It's like an eighties basketball show. It was on Indian television as well back in the day, and uh, it's about these uh, basketball players in like like an inner city school or something. So, so Tim Van Patten is one of like these characters in that show. You know, he used to be an actor. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I know. I, I, I'm I'm familiar with Tim Van Patten mostly because of Mad Men because I remember seeing Na- his name yeah. in, uh, on a lot of Mad Men episodes. Uh, so he was actually doing Sopranos episodes as well, from what I remember. That's kind of when I was yeah, blown yeah. away Sopranos by it. Sopranos, the because, bio also. Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, so he's so I was actually blown away by it the simply legend, because man. I was like, wow, like this Salami, the kid he played on White Shadow, that guy. That guy is directing the Sopranos, which is like a. Wow. I mean, it just blew me away that you can make a transition like that. And then he's he's not like a professional sort of director who does like major shows. I mean, it's a lot of HBO as well, so maybe he's like one of HBO's sort of go-to yeah, guys for a lot of these. Yeah. yeah, so it's it, it's got that happening, obviously, but in general he's as well. Guy, uh, yeah, so I mean, you could you can see the craft yeah. in the show. For yeah, sure, for just, sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's obviously gone through the the ringer, right? I mean, he's done The Sopranos, The Wire. I mean, basically, pick a a major HBO show in the last fifteen twenty years, and he's directed a couple of episodes there. So the craft is is supremely paramount, and I think it's somebody who's grown up in the business as well. You know, yeah. being on yeah. in front of the camera and stuff, you probably bring that insight into it. So I think, uh, I think it's a great show. It's a great pick. Also, as you uh, go into the yeah. series, you know the production design. Yeah, yeah. Of 1930s LA is yeah. just spectacular. I mean, I just, I mean, it I fell in love with the art. It, it also reminds me of this game. Uh, I don't know if you played, uh, if you guys play at all, but uh, they did LA Noir uh, a couple yeah, of years yeah. ago, which is also set in a similar, Correct. similar time. You know, so it it kind of kind of harks back to that a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like you were saying, say go on. Sorry, I cut you off there. I was just saying that, like, there's a kind of show which I like. I'd love to produce something like this in India, like you know, it's. For me, this is really yeah, yeah. The 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 book you sent me, we should we should be doing that honestly. 
that's yeah, the things like those about. things like that's those, uh, that, that that's that's another so i also have a special mention uh oh, you do that i'm introducing now because yes and then you guys can also like but i you know i i think between the three of us I think we can yeah. do another 90 minute episode on the top 10 special mentions special of 2020 <laughs> for sure for, for sure <laughs> yeah so like mine is you know like special mention because i think this year if you look yes. back you know some, uh, some of these shows did make small impact but i think you know they will uh, the effect of these shows even doing like marginally well will yeah. uh, you know is going to affect choices in the business in the next year or two yeah. and i yeah. think shows like uh, bandish bandits on prime yes that yep. was a very interesting show to come out yep. uh, you know masaba masaba was very very interesting to see masaba play masaba i, 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 haven't, I haven't watched that i haven't watched that yet yeah, my wife saw that she really liked mm. it so yeah my wife yeah, also you know, watched it actually yeah she just exactly. watched the whole thing yeah it's like i mean to me to me it's got neena gupta in it right so to me that's like a reason good enough to watch yeah. she just watched because of her and, yeah and, they playing themselves i think i think that's a leap in our industry you know that's what's going to yeah. like you said right shakti kapoor playing shakti kapoor now right. yeah yeah exactly what i'm saying you know this shift in mindset yeah so Masaba, you know and then you know it's sid it's like the yeah. 90s right when we didn't have like a formula for what content on television was going to be and you had mtv doing those really stupid and silly shows some of them were terrific yeah, yeah, yeah. you know back in the day like i'm talking about like maybe early to mid 90s and when there was no formula and it's yeah. like the wild west of content before like obviously you know uh, so popular took over yeah. yeah the gcs took over eventually yeah. but i think there's no rules until then and people were just doing whatever was working so you'd have a soap that's working and you have this zany sort of uh, mtv bakra or whatever and there were those other udham singh and you know those silly kind yeah, of shows yeah, yeah. or even small pieces that were working and which we don't have now Yeah. but no, I mean, uh, stuff like mtv love line and all of that you know just very yeah, it was just period of time yeah. right it was uh, it was that uh, what was that south indian cowboy i can't remember uh, uh murugan quickgan murugan murugan quickgan murugan i mean there is like a complete wild west of ideas and i i think i think we're sort of slowly eking our way back to that and uh, you know hopefully yeah, yeah, hopefully yeah. it just gets better and better man uh, we should probably do another episode on on what's coming up next year at some point and yeah, see what i think so yeah about. that's a great yeah. Oh, so my my list my... is still there, by the way. Ah, I still okay. have. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go on, go on, go on. <laughs> <laughs> so, also, I think a very interesting film that came out uh, surprisingly from Netflix, Bulbul. Yes. I thought it was very, oh. very different okay. and hmm. very bizarrely refreshing. Obviously, you know, we can all pick holes in all of these things. Yeah. But I thought a very, very interesting film from a very interesting writer who's not directing. You know, Anvita yeah. Dutt and. same producers of patal lok so interesting yes. i thought is a good production house not doing things which are not the usual stuff and i think yeah. that's always you know also with bulbul indian bulbul in horror i stay away from it's, it's rarely it's not much of horror it's more like a period drama set oh, in bengal five characters oh, one great forest yeah. and lots of red color although i i really enjoyed that one film that came out a couple of years ago uh Uh, Tumbad, Tumbad is what you're talking about. Tumbad, yeah, that was fucking incredible. Tumbad was yeah. super. No, but even with Bulbul, different from this. Circling yeah. back yeah. to what said, to me the most striking thing about Bulbul again was the visual aesthetic. Uh, it was very different. Absolutely, um, and it was just the, the, the whole universe building. Did not Tivan the DOP did yeah. such a terrific job, man. Terrific job, yeah. 
Yeah, you know what? I think for us guys, 2020, 2019, it's probably been like a pressure cooker in terms of uh, just developing. I think uh, the leaps that are being made in storytelling and sort of just like you said, visual aesthetic, right? I mean, we're jumping five, five, seven years ahead in these last two years just because of the just putting the pressure on ourselves to go out and create cool things, right? Yeah. Because right now, because it's a VOD economy, right? You're pulling content to yourself unless it's interesting. I'm not going to watch it just because you've got, it's got a big name attached doesn't mean people will watch it anymore. I mean, that, yeah. I think those days are gone, you know, uh, that's going to be hard to sort of pull off more and more often, you know, it's obviously continuing, but so I have two more hard. names by the way on my list, three yeah. more names yeah. very quickly, very quickly. So one is, uh, also I think not, uh, you know, Ashram, I yes. think it's a very oh. different show for very different reasons. Yes. Uh, yes. Prakash Jha, you know, what he does best, yes. no surprises. On a, but on a platform like MX Player, that's phenomenal. Hmm. And, and just, Bobby Deol. And Bobby Deol. You know, so it's very... Bobby himself, so, yeah. yeah, it's like a guy, who, like, you know, Prakash Ji can like direct this in his sleep. Yes. Right. yes. But right. to make it successful in a year like 2020 on MX Player, yes. is, speaks also, also speaks a lot about our audiences in a very yes. strange way. Yes. yes. And, and then I have one more name to throw. Indian matchmaking, I think. Yes. South Bombay boys looking for girls. That would that's that's but that's like a global hit as well, right? It's not yeah. just yeah. Uh, no, but there are two there are two you know, so I have to tell you two very personal interesting stories on Indian matchmaking. A is uh, you know, I've always, no, 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 <laughs> I, I wish I wish they would have, you know, I would have made some money there. But no, I, I um, you know, um with, with this show, you know, I've always felt that the Indian urban elite is more hypocritical than any other um, oh, for sure. subset in the country. Absolutely. And this show proves it. Number two, what was most interesting was so when my wife and I were watching the first episode, we suddenly saw a visual in the TV said, yeah, you know, familiar. Lag hai na. <laughs> and then, so we figured that she stays, Seema Taparia stays 300 meters from where I stay. Really? Because, like, yeah, because that visual was of a cafe <laughs> that's like right outside my building. Uh, she lives right here. No, so <laughs> it's and and the, and one of the episodes is happening here, right here, right next to my house in, in Gamdevi. Like one of the kids uh, who's doing, I think the, the, made, uh, the yeah, the dweller who made the 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 food and the weird cocktails. I mean, he's uh-huh. just. I mean, I could just walk down the street, and it's like, like I said, that's three hundred meters away for me as well. So, Something. It's a South Bombay uh, show. Yeah, so we're all connected. We're all connected to it in that way. But uh, but so, so, such a great show. I think a terrific. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's a great. I think it's also very popular globally. I I think I I don't know. Obviously, we don't know what the yeah, numbers are. But doing a second season for oh, sure. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. But for you know, sure. Seema Taparia again. I, uh-huh. I had this weird viewpoint. I think in another life. Uh, she'd be very similar to what, you know, I'd love to see her and Sheila interview each other. Sheila from the wild, wild country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She'd be great. Oh, man. Yeah. Mashila. Yeah. Did I tell yeah. you I met Mashila in Bombay last year? Oh, really? No way. You did? Very briefly for a few minutes. Huh. And she is such a gentle person. And for a split wow. second, she got upset at something that was happening around her. Right. And you could, I could see the eyes, her the eyes, rage. Wow. the rage wow. and the anger that she's capable of, man, she's quite something. That is, that is pretty, pretty insane. Wow. And so I just want to circle back and just close the loop on, you know, Bandish Bandits. I just right. thought that a, a show with classical music at its backbone, drama, yeah. getting yeah. greenlit with no big names. Was yeah. quite a quite a sure. thing at Amazon Prime. I think so. I think for them to even doing it, right? I mean, just like conceiving yeah. of the idea, okay, okay, let's go out and do something like this. Well, the creator, you know, 
I mean, like you know, he's into classical music, so right. I get like he's inspired by it. But still, it's quite a thing. But the music was good, na. Even the even the soundtrack is pretty interesting. You know, it uh, it reminds me of this other film as well. I think I'd seen. Was it Morning Raga? What is it called? Uh, yeah, Chabana Morning Raga. Yeah, yeah. Kind of had snatches. Yeah, had snatches of that. I thought. Uh, interesting. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, just the look and feel. I don't mean the fact that both set in the classical sort of space, but just the look and feel uh, reminded me of that film as well. But, but you know, uh, I I I do have a special mention, and and this is again, uh, Gaurav is going to roll his eyes. So please bear with me. And it, this is let me build this up. There's nothing to do with the fact that it's one of the most popular shows, the great viewership, all of that. You know, I genuinely, truly had a blast while watching Special Ops, and I get where you're coming oh from. Oh God, no! <laughs> oh no! But you know, we have to mention that show because I yes. think it did one of the best numbers ever for Hotstar. Yeah, and I, I, but, but I also I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I attributed to I think KK Menon was so fantastic on the show. Um, he's not that great, yeah. I was like, he's great, but I'm like, he's not good enough to save that piece of shit show. That show is so bad. My <laughs> God, it's very massy. It's like the ashram for MX players yeah, 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 and yeah. special yeah. ops. Mas- like master, 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 really well. मतलब सारा पैसा हमने कर दिया हमारे पास में स्क्रिप्ट के लिए पैसा ही नहीं बचा है दैट्स व्हाट दैट शो इज के बॉस वी कुड हैव नॉट दिस आउट बट नो यू शुड चेक इट आउट आई थिंक बट यू चेक इट आई लाइक आई सेड आई मीन इट्स नॉट यू नो यू नो इट्स इट्स जस्ट समथिंग दैट सो आई आल्सो सॉ इट ओवर अ वीकेंड आई सॉ इट इन फ्लैट टू डेज एंड आई जेन्युइनली यू नो आई एक्चुअली आई डोंट थिंक आई वाज दैट्स व्हाई मे बी आई सॉ नो मार्श यू कैन नॉट लाइक दिस शो डूड I mean, I, it was fun. I, I, it was very campy, but it was, you know what? It was yeah, exactly. Okay, fair. As long as you're saying that it's campy and you're enjoying the campness of it, that's campiness of it is fine. Pretty campy. It's it's it's, 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 it's like a pulp. You know, I'm saying it's it's like yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. pulp uh, pulp novel on spies. You know, this exotic yes. locations and yes, Istanbul yes, yes. and um. But another special mention. Also, I have to go back to another American show which is on uh, Hotstar again. Um, I think Homeland season eight. Is possibly one of oh, the yes. greatest greatest finales, you know, for a show that's been on for ten years. It's been on air for ten years. What an incredible close to a show In like fact, this. I thought I thought it was there was so much tension there, and I was letting my wife watch it and let me know if it's okay to watch or not because I don't want to deal with the stress. Right. So right, right. Uh, it was. I think the last two really? episodes, three episodes, I yeah. let her watch. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Still the same cast. Still yeah, same, 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 same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was a terrific close. Uh, I think Marsh is fair. So Marsh, yeah, you one place where Homeland is spoken and one place where you special ops is spoken. How are we even discussing this in the same breath, man? So when a uh, South Bombay person works in Bollywood, this is what happens. This is what happens, correct? <laughs> <laughs> that's a great. That's the best thing I've heard today. Yeah. Marsh, uh, no, no, but yeah. you know, I mean, one last, last special mention. Yes. Yes, fabulous lives of Bollywood wives. Yes, of course, of course, so, possible. Yes, Siman. I pinched that show. I really liked it, and I'm a fan yeah. of Sima Khan now. So, also, I watched it with my wife as well. It was it was fun, man. It was fine. I mean, you watch it with, you know what it is, and you watch it with that. See, I've grown up reading Stardust and Filmfare. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I think right. it's, dude. I think I think again, right? For us. We just like to be critical, so we're being critical of it. To yeah. me, it was it doesn't pretend to be anything. So that's the great thing about no, it. So I mean, I, yes, I, exactly, exactly. I, will, I think it I will was confess, what it was. Yeah. I will confess. I also watched it, but my, I haven't finished yeah. it. My wife yeah. has. Um, but you yeah. know what I liked about it, and and to, you know, on a more serious note, I think 
the irreverence in terms of how unapologetic they are about what they're doing and the fact that they are so genuinely reasonable and practical about what they're doing right no to I me i love sanjay kapoor i just love sanjay kapoor i hey, love sanjay kapoor i'm a fan man i'm a fan yeah. some of that stuff was great again i think sanjay kapoor should be doing uh, a lot more stuff in my opinion in front yeah. of he's doing an amazon series i heard he's doing oh, some, he's is doing he? a lead so. a lead cop in which oh i think so he gets mentioned on the show as well i think I think so he, he has a show. He's got a big he has, yeah, got a, he has a show on air on Woot that's currently airing on Woot. He's already oh, yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah, he's got one show on air already. Wow, I love Sanjay Woot Kapoor. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't checked out Woot. I think Sanjay Kapoor is definitely uh, very interesting. Yeah, interesting, interesting guy. I mean, his perspective was interesting on the show. Like some of the things he was talking about. Uh, Again, I love that line. You know, is this champagne? Yeah. Champagne, chodo ko whiskey pilaega ki nahi? You know, that's just sounds like this is because that that's how I behave obnoxiously. Some thing, you no, know. No, but here's the thing, right? The cool thing about the show to me was essentially that, like I said, no pretension. This is what it is. It's not Absolutely. like you're pretending to be anything else. It's very, very sort of in your face. It's, And it's very uh, aspirational. I think it's very, very, very aspirational for Pan India. possibly i mean not not for anybody in bombay but probably somebody outside of yeah, bombay smaller towns and yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so definitely that's a interesting take that so can i just uh, like add one more show now that we are ending so <laughs> just to mention <laughs> it's upload i really thought the concept was super oh, nice i love executed yes, yes. Yeah, again so, horribly made but uh, horribly funny. made but what a cool yeah. idea man what a cool idea yeah yeah it was definitely fun uh i you know it's it brings up some really interesting questions right and uh, again i watched a little bit of it but uh i but you're right i think it was badly executed yeah, yeah. in the sense the plotting was just unnecessary but some of the bits and pieces were uh were terrific were terrific yeah. absolutely something i enjoyed for sure That's i mean it. if you guys had told me we were doing special mentions i would have had a couple as well it just happened but, it just happened i mean yeah but thankfully i'm in homeland Yeah, like homeland stuff. Definitely. I mean, you guys pick some of the stuff that I enjoyed as well. So, uh, so definitely great. Uh, so to wrap, but but for a wrap, I'm very curious to know what are the absolute common ones. I think that will help us arrive at a consensus. It'd just be interesting to. So I, I think scam was on everybody's list. Um, scam. I think Patal Lok was. Queen's Gambit. Queen's, Queen's Gambit. Gambit. Patal Lok scam. Warrior. Warrior. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, I think these the comments four. was between the three of us only these three. No, I yes. think between the three of us we only had Patalok, Mirzapur, 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 yeah. Mirzapur, Patalok, and, and Scam. I think the Indian shows are the ones that we had in common. Uh, yes, because I, I think at the end of the day these are the three standout shows from the country. So um, hard not to pick these three, right? And I mean, uh, but I'm glad we didn't have too many uh, common shows because I think. It's no, I think so. Have yeah. a diverse kind of you know view. No, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Also goes to show that these shows are really that good because they've cut across clearly what is a disparate sort of viewing. Uh, and, and also, what is audience. what is interesting is all our number ones, right? I've got this show from America. Sid has got this incredible show from HBO. You know, I've got not from I'm from Apple TV, and you've got an Indian show, and the three of them are yeah. completely as different as Chalk and Cheese. I mean, Perry Mason. Is as yeah. different from Ted Lasso as 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 Patal Lok is. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the amazing thing about the world we live in today, right? It's it's not remotely limited to any of this uh, genre stuff anymore. It, you can watch anything. You can create anything. I think that's the amazing thing. And these things are getting greenlit. That's how we're going to watch them, right? And, uh, and so hopefully next year is as good. Hopefully, yeah. and then we get to get out. But the other thing is, I'm going to caveat this. uh special mentions for me now that we're talking about special mentions before we wrap up is that uh i'm actually going to go try and watch tenet and wwe 84 
So I know wow, those yeah. have been on my list as well for sure. Right. Great man. On this note, I think it's a wrap. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Great fun Amazing. as always. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, man. Thank you guys for this. Cheers. Cheers. We're all having fun, and see you all yeah. soon. So that's the episode for today. Hope you guys had as much fun as we did. Do give us your feedback on Instagram at eplogmedia, and subscribe to our shows on your favorite podcast app. If you are on Apple, do rate and review Bingeistan. It'll help us. Until next time, keep binging.